Always great to have superstars on the program. And uh, from day one, when he first laced up the boots and walked out there for North Melbourne, North Melbourne fans were on board. Harry Sheasel's had a sensational year and he was named, named the rising star last night. And I think most people uh, were pretty happy with that selection by the rising star selectors. Harry, welcome to the program. Great to have you back on again. I think we've spoken to you a few times over the course of your career, but uh, congratulations on your year. Yeah, thanks, Wayne. Good to be back. Um, appreciate it. We spoke to you pre-draft. We spoke to you during the year when you were nominated as a rising star. You seemed like you always had this footy thing under control. I'm sure that's not necessarily the case, but you always look confident, at least in your own ability. Yeah, no, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I like to think I'm, I have a bit of confidence and um, some yeah, inner belief that I could just yeah go out there and play my play my natural game every time I play and um, yeah the club and the players they've done an amazing job of helping me um, instill that belief in myself as well and just yeah giving me freedom to go out and just do my thing and you had that progression of just wanting to get a game and then getting a game and playing well and then playing well and realizing that you're an important part of their team to try and win games so uh, there was always pressure on you to get to the next level pretty quickly um, I, I wouldn't say pressure I haven't really felt too much pressure this year Um yeah, like, unfortunately, we haven't had the best um, on-field success, like, the best year in terms of on-field success this year. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think I've had we've had too much pressure, but I'm just trying to, like I said before, like, just do my thing and um, take it week by week and just play my role. And, yeah, it's worked out pretty well in the end. What do you think your role is going to be long-term, Harry? Uh, most of us see you in the midfield. You obviously can play forward and kick goals, which is something we haven't necessarily seen from you this year, but... You showed that in your yeah. under eighteen year. Where do you see yourself? Yeah, it's it's funny. I've been speaking to Clarko and a few boys um, the last few days, just in the um, end of the season, just having the chat. And um, I'm not too sure, to be honest, right now. Like maybe long term, I see myself more as a midfielder that can go forward as well and have that really forward, have that forward half impact. But yeah, I'm not too sure what next year will look like. Um, Halfback's been really good for me and great introduction to the game. And yeah, um, like I said before, you get a lot of freedom and um, yeah, it just helped with the transition so much. So I'm not too sure what next year will look like, but um, long term, um, yeah, I think I'd like to think I'd maybe get a run in the midfield or up forward at some stage. Because Ross Lyon said last night on Footy Classified that uh, the games are won and finals will be won with midfields. And when you look at the, the superstars of the competition, you know, like Lockie Neal and, and Zach Butters and Wines and Boak and Dustin Martin and Walsh and Cripps, I mean, they're all guys that have been able to yeah. become the the big star of the competition through midfield time. I know there's stars in defence as well. I get that. But it seems as if that's the ready-made spot for you as well in my eyes. Yeah, you're right. I think the best players in the game um, are midfielders because they can impact all over the ground um, and they can go forward and impact the scoreboard. I think the greatest players are the ones that can impact the scoreboard like like Bontempelli and Petrarca who can do both. And um, what Nick Dacos has done this year going into the midfield has been sensational. So, yeah, I definitely think the midfielders can impact the games the most. And even Luke Dav- Davies-Uniak for us has been incredible. So, yeah, I, I am looking up to those guys and um, do aspire to maybe play like that one day. You did get tagged a couple of times, Harry. What was that like? And do you think you got the, the weaponry to deal with that when it comes? Yeah, it was interesting. I think I think the first one was um, against Gold Coast earlier in the year and... Um, and then against Hawthorne again, I think the first couple of times I didn't really deal with it too well. And um, yeah, because I hadn't really been tagged off a halfback flank before and didn't really know how to go about it. Because a lot of the touches are handball receives and um, more uncontested, like so it's probably easier to stop. But 
Um, I wouldn't say I got tagged on the weekend, but um, I think as I got more attention to the back end of the year, I was um, more suited to dealing dealing with it, and I got better as the year went on and um, worked out some ways to, I guess, break it. And um, Yeah, I think I'm getting better at that, and um, I think if you're getting the attention, it's a good thing. So hopefully it keeps coming, and um, I keep finding out ways how to, I guess, break it. So what did you learn? Is it getting more of your own balls off packs, et cetera, as opposed to the handball receives? Is it, uh, is it being able to actually win the ball in, in turnover situations, one-on-one turnover situations where you just attack yeah. the, the ball and get it yourself? Yeah, it's, it's a bit of that. But um, it's also, I think, it's about the running, where you run and, and the intensity you run out. So, like, if you're going out um, 100% all the time and, like, you normally play, it's just really easy to predict for the tagger and... Um, Oh, I just make your job so hard. So I learned that from the first couple of times that you just need to, I guess, run in bursts. And when it's your time to go, you really go and explode and get that separation. And um, you can still, I guess, have the same impact with the like handball receives, like I said. But um, yeah, it's probably not as easy if you're just going one pace. So yeah, it's about recognizing when you can um, go and then, yeah, and then just doing it really. Because you earned a lot of goals through stoppage situations in the forward line as an under-18. I mean, mobile through a stoppage and knowing where it's going to go ahead of where the guy that's trying to trail you in knows where you're going to go. So you did face a, a few guys trying to stop you in that situation as a junior? Yeah. Yeah, but that's something I also still want to work on, my contest work. And if I do end up um, becoming a midfielder or a forward, um, I need to work on my contest work and getting that separation at stoppages. Um, I think in the forward line you can just... Um, get on the move and um, go crazy. But more as a midfielder, you need to play to the structure more. Um, So, yeah, I definitely need to work on that contest work. And a lot of that comes from putting on some size in the gym. Um, So, yeah, I'll I'll definitely work on that this off-season. A disruptive year. Uh, Clarko was there. He wasn't there. You had rats for a while. You couldn't win a game. You had things go against you that you would never have read about. Um, So how tough was it in that middle of the year when you couldn't get a win, period? And... I suppose that the next question after that would be, was it a massive relief to win that final round of the season? Yeah, oh, it was a massive relief on the weekend. Um, I think it's great for our group to get some reward for a lot of hard work that we did do in that middle part of the year. Um, we obviously I think we lost all 10 games with Rats, but in that period we learned so much and grew so much. and um, we, lo- we lost some close games, which you learnt, we learned a lot from like in terms of like game scenario and um, also lost a lot of games or a few games by... Some big margins, so we learned a lot off that, and we reviewed really hard during that period. And um, still, the the morale of the group was up every every week, every day at training. Um, the vibes were so good. The boys were putting in the work, driving each other, um, really just desperate to get a win and work hard, and um, yeah, just stick to that process of getting better every day. And yeah, it was a massive relief getting the win against Gold Coast on the weekend, and um, we can take a bit of that belief and confidence into the off season and pre season, and hopefully into next season. Yeah, what do you make of the the whole tagging talk and the lead up to that? And did uh, can you put it into words what that means to you to take that win away as opposed to ending the season on a what would have been what a twenty one loss streak? Yeah, yeah, it it definitely helps us a lot. Like, there's a few boys the other, the other day that got their first wins for the club. So just to let them get there, we'll have them win their first games of footy going to another preseason and not having a twenty one game losing streak. Um, I guess, over our heads going into that pre-season. It, it just helps so much and it shows that our the work that we are doing can lead to wins and we got close earlier in the season but we couldn't quite get there and to get it on the last game of the year um, where we played the way we wanted to for four quarters. Um, 
was really pleasing and um, it kind of all came out then and we played with a lot of freedom and um, the way we wanted to move the ball. So that was really exciting and um, I, I, no one in our team would ever think of tanking. We're all competitive competitors. We'd, we were all kind of sick of losing. So um, any opportunity we got to give it our all and play well, we were going to. And yeah, we did that on the weekend. And no player enters a season thinking they can't play finals. I presume that even though it seems like a tough task for you next year, that's the aim to be able to rise to that level and, and maybe scrape in. Yeah, oh, 100%. We're not putting any limits on what we can do next year. Even this year, like, we lost, I think it was like, I don't know how many games, but under like 10 points. So if, if we're like that 10, 20% better and better in game scenarios, like we win another five or six games and we're getting a bit closer to the finals. And um, I think once you, you are close to the finals, then you have that belief and you can win more games and um, maybe a few results change. So it can happen so quickly. It's not necessarily linear, the progression of the group. So... Yeah, hopefully next year's the year that we can really launch. And have you noticed a difference in Clarko's demeanour since coming back from his rest? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, he obviously needed the break, and um, I'm sure that was really good for him to freshen up. And, um, yeah, it was obviously sad sad for him. But, yeah, he came back the same way. He kept coaching the same game plan, same passion. And, um, yeah, it was just great to have him back. Who's the best team in it? Harry, before I let you go, who's going to win the flag? Yeah, I think I think the D's will go on and win it. Um, from what I saw earlier in the year, I think their system's really good. They got the players to do it, and yeah, I think it'll be good for them to maybe win one in Melbourne. And uh, the top three or four players in the comp, I, I won't ask you to tell me who you voted for in the Players Association MVP, but I was curious yeah. to see Charlie Kerner not finish in the top five and how many sort of midfielders get in there as opposed to key position yeah. players. Yeah, I was surprised as well. I think he's a star. Um, but yeah, Bontempelli, um, Petrarca, Nick Dacos, Kerno. But then I, I think Toby Green's a star. Um, what he's done at, at the Giants, not only just on field, but he's, I think he's like him as a captain this year has been unbelievable for them. And um, yeah, I looked up to him in my juniors because I was obviously playing a similar role. Um, and I think he's just a freak what he does. Great to have you, Harry. You've had an outstanding season. You've been great to me on this show as well. You've been uh, on the program a couple of times, and I really appreciate you coming on. So uh, thanks for being so open, honest, and uh, you're a star. Everyone loves you. So can't wait to see what you produce next year. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, Dwayne. Appreciate it.